This content is intended for adult cigar smokers age 21 and older. Hello, my friends. Nick Labretti here for JRCigars.com, and we are back in our studio, uh, at least, you know, sometimes we're going to be able to come in here. We're still going to try to do some of our virtual videos for you, but um, when we had the chance to come in the studio and use all this great equipment um, and see great friends and Greg, uh, we want to do that. We want to We want to make it, you know, back to what it was, back to that quality. Um, so today we are actually going to basically announce and go through our brand new review system. And joining me as always is Mr. Wet Waters. Hi, Nick. Gregory, how are you? Good, I'm good. I'm good. I didn't say that good. you were a friend because you're family. <laughs> you're part of the family. I live my life a quarter mile. And it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, I don't know why no one's made him the host, like the announcer for Olive Garden. That'd be great. Dominic Toretto and, uh, and, 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 and the salads. Uh, got the new Alfredo Toretto sauce. <laughs> um, <laughs> and of course, behind the camera, we have uh, Secret Chris being very secretive over there. It's like a, it's like a ninja. Never know, never know where he is. Never know. Um, so today we're going to basically walk you through. Um, we're instituting a brand new review system. We're still going to be doing. Um, a majority of our cigars and our typical review, how we've been doing the short kind of minute and a half just to give you an idea of what each cigar is like. But for some special smokes, we wanted to give it a little more, a little more in depth and also have various opinions. So we've kind of put together like a crack squad. Not the squad. Of highly trained cigar smokers. <laughs> Maybe one and a half yeah. out of five. So it's going to be me. I'm guessing I'm the one. Yep. I'm guessing you're the half. Yep. Um, and then we're, Secret Chris is going to be on the review team. Um, Jack Derrick is going to be Jack on the review D-Money. team. And uh, Artful James. Artful James. So, so the, honestly, all Actually, of Actually, James is a pretty good cigar smoker. He so surprised I, me I, when I, he bought those Romas. I'd say 2.25. Two He's the half. I'm the half. Chris is the point two five, And then you got the... the and pu- Derrick's just nothing. He's, he's just he's zero. The, he's the tobacco pipe king. Because he has one pipe. No, he smokes a pipe. Does he smoke a pipe Oh, regularly? yeah, big time. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. I never knew that. I used to smoke yeah. a pipe. Yeah. Nice Cavendish. Oh, yeah. He's big. Turkish. Talk about Talk about him. Slack him. Talk about him. Slack him. I'm going to slack him right now. Say bye. Bye, smoker. All right. <laughs> um, so we basically, um, I'm still going to be doing the, uh, the the videos. We're also going to be having written portions of these that go out. Um, they're going to be a little longer. The videos are going to be a little more in-depth, a little more of the history of the product, uh, you know, really getting into the blend and on and kind of following me as I smoke it, you know, not not an hour and a half, but a, a good amount of time so we can really see the flavor transitions, um, the overall experience. And then we're also going to have um, basically shared scores from uh, the remaining... What are you doing? You're freaking me out. Right. We're going to have shared scores from our I thought he was team. putting up a, like a... Like a, a boombox? <laughs> the, the round one. Start. <laughs> Fight. <laughs> um, we're going to have our shared scores that kind of go in to give, it a, to give the, the cigar an average. Um, and we're also, at some point, we're going to make this review sheet accessible to you guys on the website so that you can, stay, you know, be kind of an at-home from uh, at-home reviewer. And, um, the, and the whole point of this was to have, you know, different people involved. Yeah. So you can go on the journey of that one person's palate. Maybe there's something that uh, Derek likes that, you know, the people watching would like. So you can start paying attention to what Derek likes and reviews and or Chris or Nick or myself. Uh, so... The reason why we have so many um, lads involved is uh, to help, you know, to help get different opinions on everybody to not because, you know, cigars are about, you know, your palate and everybody's palate is completely different. 
you know, um, there's some cigars that Nick thinks there's no spice. I think there's a medium range spice and there's Chris that thinks he'll, you know, it, there's a lot of spice to a cigar. So this gives us the opportunity to allow our followers to kind of go on someone's journey and see what one person likes and be like, wow, I really like that cigar and like that cigar. And then you start following what Derek's rating or James is rating. So it's not just Nick's opinion, which I, you know, see highly. It's still the best opinion. Of course. Um, (laughs) But, uh, you know, it's not, we try to try to make it more about everybody, not just one person. I take this as a challenge that when I say something is good and the majority of people agree with me, it's only going to enhance myself. Well, of course. So I'm on board Absolutely. with this. <laughs> Absolutely. No, but it, it is good because, and you know, with a lot of the reviews, you know, I'm not able to be, you know, at least in the past reviews, as honest as I would like to be, um, just because, you know, we're a retailer. You right. know, I can't, I can't be saying something's, you know, full of crap. Um, but doing it this way with, a, with, you know, kind of special releases can really give you an insight into just the process that we go through. Um, and also having guys with a little less experience, like, you know, someone like Derek, um, kind of, you know, cigars that maybe I really like cause they're for kind of the connoisseur and you really got to know this and that to really appreciate it. But it's going to give you a viewpoint of someone who like, Hey, I don't need all the backstory and this crazy stuff or this crazy banner. I just want, you know, a solid smoke which is honestly a majority of our customers anyway. It's a majority of you guys out there just want something solid for a good price. Um, and so we're going to give that, we're going to give you those opinions and those views. And, an, uh, and another thing, review setup, right? right. And another thing with our categories and how we rate them, uh, it's, we pretty much dumbed it down. It's not, you don't have to be an extreme uh, cigar aficionado to follow these review sheets. Uh, it's not, you know, we try to make it more to, Someone who's smoking as a beginner, but also advanced enough, you know, for the advanced people. It's 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 dumb it's dumbed down enough for a beginner, but also it you don't need it. I got it. It carries weight. It it has the important aspects in there. We we we're not skipping on any important uh, quantifiable data just because oh a new smoker might not understand this. Um, We've hit all the important points, and honestly, if there's any part in this review sheet that you see and you don't know what that means. I'm not trying to be rude, but you shouldn't be reviewing cigars yet because these are all pretty much the, the basic points. Um, for example, we have a whole section on well, appearance. How about we know. start it off? All right, so well, let's solve well, first of all, we'll tell them what we're smoking. Yep. So today we're smoking the Henry Clay Warhawk, which has a Ecuadorian, Ecuadorian Connecticut, Connecticut wrapper. wrapper with a Connecticut broadleaf binder. Mm-hmm. And not is it Honduras? Honduran? I think it's Dominican and Honduras. But That's let's what I thought that. it was. It's a, quite the reversal, though, of the traditional Henry Clay, which is known for its broadleaf wrapper. Um, they actually flipped it on this one and gave it a broadleaf binder instead, which <laughs> is so cool. Uh, also, a little announcement that they're the new, brand new Warhawk is being released shortly, a limited edition called the Warhawk Rebellious. It looks fan-freaking-tastic. does look good. Oh, no, straight Honduran in the filler. Look at you. Very surprised. Nick, did you, uh, starting off, did you have a list like this? You mean a review sheet like this? Or, I'm sorry, a review sheet like this too? Or was it all based off of... Just if I liked it or not. Gotcha, okay. Um, I took these things into account. This is actually, this is, this is pretty much my process because, you know, when, when Greg and me were putting this together, he's like, what should we put in it? And these are just the things I always look for. I never just never really had it. I've done review sheets before for test blends from a manufacturer or something. But kind of what I look for and what I take into account, 
I've never kind of written it down and be like, these are the actual points right. I look at. It's just kind of a subconscious thing. So for example, we're going to get into our review sheet right now with the Henry Clay Warhawk. And the first section we have is appearance. And so we have things like rapper. Um, and this is, this is just appearance. So how does the rapper look visually? Are there a lot of blemishes? Do you see a lot of deep veins? Are there um, like dark spots on it? Or is it smooth, continuous? Uh, are there any breaks? Um, so for the Henry Clay right now, and I'm also, sometimes you got to give, you know, consideration to what kind of rapper it is. Ecuadorian Connecticut are generally not as smooth as a regular Connecticut shade. They're usually a little bit veinier. Um, so I do see that. So I'm giving this kind of a, a middle of the road on wrapper appearance. I'm going to give it that, that middle. I agree with that. Yeah. So and, um, we have smooth, somewhat smooth, and rough. So we're going to go with the nice somewhat smooth on by the way, this that. Is, this yeah. is also a prototype where we, we, you know, we've only done a few of these on the review sheet so far. If we need to change something after. Yeah, of fun. course. But I, I think it's pretty good. Yeah. Um, the next one is a cigar weight. So explain to me on this cigar weight in general. So, for example, I this is the first one of the reviews, and it's not necessarily a bad thing, but this is the first one for the reviews that I'm saying is it's coming in a little light. I agree. Um, I'm not seeing that so far in the burn. I'm not seeing any kind of gaps or holes in the burn. It's burning very evenly, and you could tell the ash is thick. But just by virtue of the cigar, you know, when 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 you take it out of the box, it feels a little light for uh, what it should be. And like I said, light in terms of weight, not light in terms of flavor or right. color or anything like that. Um, and then you have cigars that can, you know, you kind of feel like this feels like it's heavy and then maybe the draw is really bad. They just kind of overpacked it. Um, so you look for that middle ground. Uh, like I said, this one just in terms of actual weight is coming in a little light. Um, but that might have been a blending choice. They were using strictly Honduran tobacco in this. They weren't going your typical Dominican filler route to really make this that well-rounded smooth. They wanted a little more body to it, a little more flavor. To compensate for that, they might have had to put a little less filler in it. Right. Because Honduran's going to come in, you know, even the lightest Honduran's going to come in a little stronger. But this, the, the job they did wrapping, you know, rolling the cigar, it's, it's a finely constructed cigar. Oh, yeah, we're going to get into in the next section. No, we're going to get into that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, others for visuals. So we have band presentation. Now this is, you know, strictly, uh, personal opinion. This is, you know, how we look at it is, is this something that catches your eye? Is it something like, Ooh, that's, that's yeah, sexy. To, um, to something me, a, to that extent. A, a band is never going to make or break a cigar. No. Um, however, it can stop a cigar in my mind from being an exceptional one that I talk about all the time to one that I just say, Hey, I really, really like this. And, what that comes down to is if I have two cigars that I like equally and one is just represented better, it's got a more unique look to it, um, the, a, a better color scheme, a better band in general, like a, like a better construction on the band, like a better material, that one, I'm going to lean more towards that one just because it has something going for it. I've said this before, one of my, really my only complaint with my father recently is that all they've been doing is the same bands and then a secondary band and the same color scheme for their past four or five releases. I would like to see them try something new like they did with the Centurion, with the Floyd de Las Antillas, um, you know, add something a little different in there to really make it stand out. Um, but that stops me from not smoking. I'm still going to smoke it all the time, but from really pushing it where I would push something like the Sin Compromiso or the Court Reserve or cigars that I put in the same level construction and taste-wise, but just are represented a little bit better um, in, a, in a marketing sense. And of course, uh, with our grading scale and the points that come out of it, it's on a lower yeah, it's, scale. It's lower, lower, so, lower so it's ones. not a, you know, a huge point difference. Um, but 
to give it more of a uh, personality to the review, uh, to the to that person, I thought this was uh, was good yeah. to have. Yeah, absolutely. What um, do you think on the band presentation? I give this a visually appealing. I like the traditional, I like it too. Um, the traditional because Hen- that's the traditional Henry Clay We're band one right, right there. Now. What we are We're one. one. <laughs> I know. So I still have this sheet filled out from like my previous review, uh-huh. and but I had to change some stuff already, and then the score like shot down. <laughs> like it's like bad. The but that's because I, that's I didn't finish it. You got to hear the cl- hit the clear template. Oh, Clears okay. everything. All right, just whatever. All right. Um, but again, so. Usually, recently, I'm not a fan of very traditional because I feel like that's this fallback that a lot of companies do on their bands. Like, oh, we're going to make it very traditional. It's going to be Cuban-esque. It's going to be just like in the heyday. I had that problem with my father. I had that problem with the Dias de Gloria from AJ, which was a fantastic smoke. But it's been done. Not only was it done in the old days, but it's being done a lot now, like that retro look. Um, However, what they did differently with this is the addition of that gold secondary band is kind of merging, like, hey, this is, you know, you remember your Henry Clay traditional cigar? Well, it's also brand new. They didn't go crazy and add some ridiculously whole modern thing to it where it's a guy with a machine gun and tattoos. They wanted to show that it's the same consistency and everything you loved about the original, but hey, this is different. We're we're doing this in in a different way. It's still simple, still traditional, even, even, even the secondary band, but really makes it stand out. I like how the gold matches mm. from the secondary to the main band. Also, I love how this video, I did that video for them. Yeah, that was and a good video. No, I, I do like that. And, and also, that's why, I don't know if anyone's seen it yet, but did you see the pictures of the Rebellion, of the Rebellious? A uh, couple. It's like similar, but like like maroon now instead of like the white. I think it's like a, like a darker red. So similar, but Doing a good job. Different, yeah. So I'm giving this as visually appealing, and for band construction, maybe we don't know yet. We, yeah, well, so but. on that, you know, that's another. What do you, would you say? That's a pet peeve thing if the band doesn't come off. A per, no, certain because way. if you there are some people who, as soon as they light a cigar, because it's definitely easier to remove a band when the cigar is lit. Because as the right. kind of moisture is being taken out, the cigar softens a little bit. Not not the moisture, like as it's being smoked, it softens up a little bit, and it should be easier to remove. I also, the band. also heard that when the the cherry of the cigar gets closer to the band, it, it heats, heats up, it up the glue, glue. Yeah, and, it, and removes it. Um, and that that one is really more for cigars that have bands in weird spots. If they're long, if they have a secondary band that's kind of down farther where it's going to interfere with you in the crux of smoking. Something like this, yeah, it, if I remove it, it might tear a little piece, but it's going to tear a little piece of the wrapper up towards where I'm not gonna really going to be smoking it, like really towards the end. Band construction is usually going to get an easy to remove from me unless it's located in a place, something like, I'm trying to think of a, of a good example. Um... Like the the court reserve on a robusto size, where the secondary band's like down a little bit more, where this is going to hit the crux of my smoking. So if it's not easy to remove, it's going to be detrimental to the experience. Oh, I've given it yeah. hard to remove if it starts ripping and doesn't come off right away either. Yeah. I've been doing that because it, it that kind of annoys me. Mm. Personal opinion. No, I I, I tend to put Maybe. hard to remove. Like if, if it's hard to remove, but when I get it off, there's no damage under the cigar. Like if it's just like kind of sticking to itself a little bit, I I let it slide. But if it's sticking well, to the cigar, that's why I yeah. think damn it. That's why we have three different yeah. ones: easy to remove, hard to remove, damage. Yeah, the cigar. if it sticks to the cigar, that's right. That's, that's no where you go. select that guy. Um. Then we now we get to our uh, section. I can re- really these next two sections are. Yeah, I guess they're separate, but it's I mean, overall construction. <laughs> um. We have draw, draws tight. Draws right, draws loose, as in, you know, 
So obviously a tight draw, you're going to be puffing and puffing, not going to be able to get a lot of smoke out of it. Um, a loose draw is you take one puff and there's just a massive amount of smoke. Usually a loose draw comes with a cigar that's on the lighter side of weight because if it's underpacked, that smoke is kind of going to like, you know. Right. I would say this through. is very close to a loose loose draw, but I believe that it draws right to me. I think it's I very, think it I draws, think it's very, very close. It's yeah. very close. I think, but I think it does exactly. Again, I think this. Right. I think even though we have to score it the way we score it, I think these were choices done by them intentionally right. for what they were trying to right. trying to do. Yep. So I'm doing this as draws right. Squeeze test. I mean, this thing was great coming out of the box. Oh, it's perfect. Yeah, it was perfect coming out of the box. Slightly spongy. If you've already lit up your cigar and you want to do a squeeze test, just kind of do it back towards the uh, the head. Because anything lower than like than the band is already going to be softer, just because it, the cigar is being smoked. But if you want to kind of get an accurate description of what it was like before you lit it up, go towards the head. And you'll be able to figure it out. Um, I gave this a slightly spongy. Agreed. Um, so and now we go to burn. So the next one with burn is uh, even burn, no touch-ups. So you basically have a nice black line going around your cigar. Nothing, no boating or one side canoeing. Just canoeing. Um, and then con- consistent burn, few touch-ups. So, like, maybe if you have to touch it up once or twice. And then uneven burn, it's like every time you're, you know, your ash is falling off. It's it's this, it's becoming unsmokable. It's this, the, the experience of smoking a cigar, just after that, if I have to keep touching it up, I'm just ready to throw it out. Right. Um, and now I will say this one is also kind of, some of this can be personal opinion. I tend to touch up cigars a lot just because I, I'm very OCD about my cigar line. I like it to be perfectly even. But in reality, when it comes to scoring, if I'm just doing it just because I'm a narcissist or I have OCD, I'm not going to count that towards a cigar. I'm only going to count it towards a cigar where a touch-up is actually necessary to continue the enjoyment or if it's just going to canoe all down one side. You, you also have some experiences, especially you know one of our first cigar reviews was the uh, Peugeot 1926, where it was going a little uneven, but it did fix itself. Yeah. Like, there's... I believe when doing a review, you try your best not to touch it right? Oh, and, and see if it fixes it's, itself because that does, you know. And a really good cigar, you know, don't forget, an, an uneven burn might be because of how you lit it. It might be because of the weather. There's a lot of reasons that, that aren't related just, you know, oh, the cigar was rolled improperly. So always give it a chance to kind of do right. A really high-end cigar like, like Padron's, I have seen really high-end cigars fix themselves from what seems like an inter- insurmountable burn issue to right as rain um very quickly um so always always kind of give it that time um but so far you know i haven't changed it yet you know i might have to later but i have it in as even burn no touch-ups because that's looking yeah looking so usually solid. usually i wait until the end to yeah. rate that guy i just i just put it in as that and then if once i need I to touch you. it up I, go I got you right. yeah it. sometimes yep yeah. definitely um ash quality white and tight in between or blacky patches i'm gonna give this I guess I have to give it in between. I would like I to give it white and tight, but it's, I think it's in between. It's in between as well. This is where we've been having as a group, um, we keep rounding about on the discussion on what is... See, that's, that's solid. But it's not moving. But at the same time, you kind of get another cigar that is white and tight, and you go and... You well, like that aging room. I could, you know, right. I, here's the thing, though, that, you, that we, we... That's why this might be one of the ones we have to figure out, is the, the prevalence towards that white and tight... Um, is a lot better towards box presses because you got to think about it like it's like the tobacco is really being condensed and packed. There goes my white and tight. But in a box press, have the cigars being compacted and like tightened up, so it's gonna it could generally make for like an easier 
burn like that, like an easier white and tight burn, whereas this is, you know, like we said, the tobacco, I'm not going to say it's loose in there, but it's a little more airy than on a tightly packed box press. But at the same time, it's not a big score difference. Yeah. That's why we have it the way we have it as well. So I'm going to go in between. I put in between. Um, next, we have consistency. This you usually have to kind of wait until you have this cigar multiple times. I'm going to go ahead and score mine so far on it now because this is my 20,000th Henry Clay Warhawk. I agree. And I'm putting it at a spot on um, I, I agree. in terms of just w- what I've experienced with this cigar uh, each and every time. Um, I think it's phenomenal. I think it's really good. Um, so I'm putting that there. <clears throat> so then this is where it becomes more on a personal level. Uh, overall tastes and aroma. So overall taste, we have excellent, good, average, poor, unacceptable. Um, we believe if it's excellent, it's got to be the best thing that you ever smoked in your life. It's got to be something that you're going to take, pick up morning, afternoon, night, any, any time of the day. Um, good is that, you know, if you had to pick between two, you know, what are you going to go with? Uh, the average is, you know, it's good but it's not elevating it to the next level that you want. And then, of course, poor and unacceptable. Unacceptable is just got to be completely garbage. Right. And poor is just... It had had a chance, let's just say. Um, but now, you know, it's just nothing you like. And then um, aromas on the smell of the cigar. So you were saying that, you know, before you light up the cigar, it's good to... Or before you start tasting the cigar, it's good to light it up, smell, you know, smell the smoke. Is it yeah. something that you... Enjoy? Is that a smell that, like, to me, where I go and put excellent is when I get the tingle in my nose on the smell. Like, because I'm like, ooh, it's like I'm all giddy now. Like the, like the one yeah. right here? Mm-hmm. So That's yeah. what I like. Yeah, absolutely. As an, for um, excellent. But there's also the, the aroma of the lit cigar, which is, is known, I've been doing those glossary things, is known as the bouquet. Um, and to the untrained, again, this is not coming off as, like, um, some king on the mountain of cigars. Uh, there's, there's guys who have been in this industry who have forgotten more than I'll ever learn. Um, but to somebody a little more unexperienced, it might be kind of hard to determine in terms of aroma, like what am I smelling different? But think of it this way. If you're a, seri- you know, if you're a, you know, a pretty serious cigar smoker and you're walking in the room and someone just smoked you know, a machine-made, mostly paper cigar and someone smoked an Ashton or an Opus, you're going to be able to tell the difference in the smell. Um, for smell, first of all, if the tobacco is not fermented or cured for a long time or in the right way, you're going to have a, a much more chemical aroma to it. It's going to smell like uh, pneumonia or, or uh, ammonia. I'm sorry, not pneumonia. It's going to smell like ammonia. And those chemicals oh, that yeah, that fermenting and curing um, kind of weed out, You know, that's the whole purpose of fermenting the tobacco was to really weed out those chemicals, get down to that real natural tobacco taste. So if you're smelling a lot of chemicals off the smoke of your cigar, it probably hasn't been fermented or cured either not in the right way or not as long as it should have been. So that's a determining factor. You can get a good amount of actual notes from the aroma. I do recommend smelling the aroma of the lit cigar before you really taste it, just because of how your olfactory senses are linked up and how much your sense of taste and your sense of smell are connected. It might give you a biased opinion either way. So smelling it a little bit first is just going to give you a, a little bit of a better idea of what the overall aroma on its own is like. Um, same thing for doing what's known as a cold draw, which is basically cutting the cigar before you light it, kind of taking a puff on the end um, to kind of get like, hey, what, what's this going to taste like before it's on fire? Yep. And also, that's why we leave a little note section. So if you do a cold draw, it's something that you can put down. And, ah. uh, it's all right. It happens. 
Happens to the best of it us. It got in my shoe. <laughs> oh no. We're not but we're not matching anymore. I gotta click my heels. Oh, I'm in Kansas. Um, that's by the way, that was a that was a pretty good size ash to, on a on a Connecticut wrap to fall off because it's you know so I'm I'm keeping that as as still very good. So next on uh, flavor changing, and I think this is probably one of the most important sections to the review. Um, we believe that you know you a cigar is separated in thirds, um, and usually you get flavor changes after every third of the cigar. So we believe that. For a very good tasting cigar, having flavor change is very important. It makes the the cigar amplify, get different tones, kind of change the experience that you're having. So we have stays the same, changes after the first first third, and changes after the second third. Yeah, this is something that we've spoken about before, Greg. That's what my, I've spoken to recently. A great, like I didn't think we talked about it a little bit during our virtual herf. What? Can't put it up here. Yeah. Like we're sponsoring Canadian Dry. You got a problem with that, E? Right, okay. <laughs> um, my palate—not just palate, but what you look for in what makes that kind of top-tier cigar—has definitely changed over the years. And just like Greg was saying, uh, complexity and transition of flavor is something that is very appealing to me right now. Because the more cigars you smoke, you start to look for you know the finer details to really make it special. Um, going back, we've done some baseball analogies before. When you're a little kid, anybody who can like hit a ball was like really cool to you. But then as you get older, you're like, you know, the, the guy who can single in the bottom of the ninth with a guy on third, like the more detailed, the more technique kind of, uh, it becomes more impressive. You become more of a utility player. Yeah. You know, the more positions yeah. you can play, the better the player you It are. gets more into technique than just like, this cigar has a lot of flavor. This cigar is really strong. This cigar looks cool. You got to find those, those little characteristics, those smaller characteristics, and flavor transition is definitely a big one. It's what all the major reviewers look for when you look towards Half Wheel Aficionado, uh, Cigar Coop, Blind Man's Puff. Um, transition and the, the ability to change flavors over time um, is very important. And I, I also want to explain something that you, you taught me while doing this is that just because in the first third you have the same flavor notes as the last third, it is a flavor change. So as long as you change from the first third to the second third, you could still have the same flavor notes as the yeah. first third. As long as there's a, a, basically a section change. Right, right. Um, because it's honestly something like this. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kind of take you through it right now. I'm hitting my second third right now, and I'm, all of a sudden it's gone from I was getting kind of darker notes at the beginning. Not bitter, but like darker coffee notes. Now the past few puffs have been relatively creamy. I'm getting a little bit more nuts in it. Now, if it goes back in the final third to what I was in the first third, what that's were impressive. you getting on the first third? A, a little, some more darker, bitter coffee, bitter like darker chocolate, um, not heavy like a Maduro, right. but subtly, that's um, and also a good amount probably. of cedar, some some woody notes in there, like some oak notes. Interesting. What were you getting? Uh, I was getting more. Um, I was getting a, more of like a hay straw uh, earth taste, and then a very little black pepper tone to it. That oh, okay. little spice to it. Um, I am now, after getting the first turn, and this is what's great about our sheet, is that you're able to mark down what you taste in the first, and then if it changes in the second and the third. But now, I'm now getting little subtle notes of like, kind of like dark chocolatey, um, more cream and, and nutty notes in that, in that second, third. I note. definitely want to say the cream is, is jacking up. 
That sounds like a bad sentence. <laughs> that Connecticut raw leaf, man. The binder. Nice. It's, no, it's a noise. I'm also really interested to know that, like, ne- see, here's the thing also. I'm really getting into seed varietals. Like, recently I've been really researching, like, Agonorsa's, like, Corojo from Yalapa. Like, I really, you know, it, it's easy to know that a broadleaf is going to be, like, rich and dark and a Connecticut's going to be like this, but I really want to kind of know what to expect with any blend. So I'm really, I've really been reading up on my seed varietals and, and what they kind of lend themselves towards. What'd you put for aroma? I didn't put anything for aroma yet. Yeah. Oh, for the, for the score? Well, uh, is it good? Excellent. What'd you, what'd you go? Did you put? I definitely got a, like a, a, a smoother aroma from it. Um, not that this is a bad thing, but for the aroma, it was in that typical Connecticut, but that's okay. Because that that aroma is great. Right. Luckily, the taste wasn't that typical Connecticut where, that, where I matched the aroma. I put I'm going to put excellent for the aroma. Interesting. Because I'm I'm getting a lot of that kind of cedar like like a nutty coffee aroma from it. I'm a little bit more. And I'm <laughs> getting that tingle too. I feel like these two sections I'm very critical about. What aroma? The overall taste and aroma, because it's the only time that you really can be you on the review. Give it, give it your honest opinion, man. I think it's good. I think it's definitely good. Something I, I do like smelling, but it's just. You also got to, if you're not, I'm not saying you, but in, to everyone out there, if you're not fully sure of what to look for in aroma, like think of this: Have you smelled cigars that smell better than this? And yeah. if you can't think of any, then this is right. the best. It's maybe right. you just don't exactly. like the, right. the cigar aroma, Absolutely. and then this is the yep. best it's going to get. So That's you know exactly I mean? how I look at it. Yeah. We're one. We've got the same shoes and everything. And then uh, we have uh, taste is advertised. So pretty much any time a cigar is released, there's a press release, right? It tells you, you know, obviously wrapper, filler, binder, and then they also tell you what it's going to possibly taste like. And if that's something that's your, that you're getting... And it's spot on. Of course, it's excellent. If it's hitting, you know, maybe 66% or 50% of, of it, it's good. And then maybe one flavor note, average. And then if it's totally off the mark, poor. Um, and then we have a little bit of fun fun things to do at the bottom is what would you pair with alcohol, non-alcoholic um, drinks? Wait, wait. Is this section what you would pair or what you did pair while smoking with? I looked at it as what you would pair it with. Oh, uh, I, I was well, doing it as what I was pairing the, it with. I, I feel like for what we're trying to do, that's what we should do. Hmm. Because we're, we're, I think how I look at it is, so another thing we're doing as, as, as a team is when we first get the first cigar, like, so we're getting three cigars of each, each one. Hmm. Uh, the first cigar is always with water. So that's where you can definitely taste the cigar the most because you're not having anything to change your flavor or anything else on that. The next two, we had a choice. You can either do two non-alcoholic drinks. You could do one alcohol, one non-alcoholic, and then you can pair. You know, when you after having that cigar with the water, you can go, okay, I'm going to have this with my favorite black and tan, or I'm going to have this with an espresso, or I'm going to have this with an iced coffee with this, this, and this. Um, and if it works out, then that's something you'd want to pair it with. If if it didn't work out, maybe you'll just scratch it and mm. change change your change your pairing uh we also have food in there if you want to get crazy 
Um, I'm still trying to figure that out. I'm having a rough Ooh. time trying to pair food. It's got a little bit of nice hay in there, nice little grassy hay coming, in, coming in the it's second It's funny. Third. I'm get, getting completely opposite with you. Like what you had in the first third, I'm getting now in the second third. It's interesting. Are, um, you, are you retrohaling at all? I'm trying. It's okay. It's not, not yeah, no, I know. You know, it doesn't make me a man or anything. <laughs> I will say, so normally, and this goes nothing against Henry Clay, normally like I would be fixing that. That is not a fix. Let me see if I can put it in here. You would fix that? No, it's probably out of focus. Is that out of focus? Oh. Just put it right there on people's. Mm. Um, you would fix that? I'm, I'm OCD. I like really? Yeah. You would fix that? Like I, and that's nothing. That's literally nothing. There's so nothing to that. You would fix that. You're crazy. And crazy also, man. when it goes into construction, what do you see right there in the ash? A vein. That shows that this is very well constructed. When you see kind of the the ghost of a vein, as I call it, or the shadow of a vein in the ash after it's been smoked, that shows it's very well constructed. It's it's tightly packed enough, but without um, ruining the draw. So I got to say, you know, it's, it's a shame just by, by the scoring logic. I had to put it as it felt a little, a little light on the cigar weight, but I think this is exactly what they meant to do with it. I still got to score it that way. Of course. But um, I think that's exactly what they meant to do with it. I think that that's, that's how they balanced out what is normally, in my mind, probably a little bit of a stronger Honduran filler, but how they layered it and combined it with the Broadleaf Binder and with the Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper, I think they got exactly what they were looking for out of this cigar. And then, of course, if you would buy single five-pack bundle box, it's all personal opinion. And then flavor strength and nicotine strength. And I know we've had plenty of conversations with that, that they are two different things. Um, That's not on my sheet here. Uh, you didn't uh, get the updated one then. Okay. Uh, I'll send you that. Uh, but that's pretty much, if you see that it's mellow flavor, nothing too crazy, it's nothing changing, it's not, you're not getting a lot on your palate. Medium, medium, full, and full. And then, of course, nicotine strength, how you felt afterwards. Did you feel feel a little oomph, or did you not feel anything at all? And so that, that construction is actually just oh, it's, it's, beautiful. It, it beautiful. is beautiful. Very, very nice. This is, a, this is a fantastic cigar. Now, I will say, at least for me personally, in the would-you-buy-a section, single, five-pack, bundle, or box... That is the only point in this review where I take price into effect. Because if I'm reviewing something that, that I gave a 95, but it's a $45 cigar and it comes in a, you know, a $900 box, I'm not going to say I would buy a box because I can't afford it. But this is definitely something that I, like, I would buy a couple singles of or a five-pack of for special occasions. So I will say that, you know, otherwise, you know, we could say, like, oh, I buy a box of everything that we liked. That's but just actually to show, a very, very good way of looking at it. Yeah. I am so happy we're doing this. We're one. <laughs> and then there's Chris. <laughs> well, you know what they say, one is the loneliest number. Two can be as bad as one, but the loneliest number is the number one. One is the loneliest. That makes sense, and it's also a good reason why we basically had two number ones for our top 25 this year. Right. Because now none of them are lonely. No. They're all Man. one. Tricky Traka. Delicious. You, you. That was, it was a close. It was close. It was close. It was very close. It was very, very close. So that's pretty much it. I mean, nothing. Yeah, it's very straightforward. I think this will really give uh, everybody a chance to understand yeah. everybody's palate. 
And you know what? Maybe we'll do is is I mean, this is this is down the road. Uh, if we can figure out how to do it, maybe we'll set up a separate email. Um, and then you know, if you guys want to fill these out, and then maybe what we'll do is we'll we'll say, hey, in three weeks we're going to do our review of this. Give people at home the chance to if they want to buy it and review it. Send us in their reviews to so maybe like a, a, an email we create, and then we'll maybe have like a guest review. Like, oh, John from Illinois says this about this cigar. Maybe we'll add in some customers to it. Yeah, something we can definitely do. Maybe we'll start doing little sampler yeah. packs with yeah. two or three of each in there and with a cigar review sheet. Greg, that's a goddamn awesome idea. It's just we can't do it right now. Oh, of course we can't. But do like, it right but now. like, I'm just thinking like. This but then what you could awesome do is you can get the, the we can do the Q code in it, and then we can scan, and then we can have a virtual event with it. We could do the review, and we can have this thing. All right, when do you come down there? All right. What do you think about the box? I like it. I like it. It's not the most exciting. That um, label as many it. people know, uh, actually, the I don't know if anyone knows this. I'm not a big water. box guy um, just because I like variety too much. There's there's way too many great cigars out there for me to really like buy boxes unless it's like a, you know, a box of 10 or something or if it's something super limited, like, oh, I got to have it. I just, I like too many different things to, if I buy a box of this, I'm definitely going to smoke through them. It's going to take me a while, you know? Yeah, well, I will say when I had to do the video, they gave me what was the small, the little, the little Coronas. Yeah, oh, I, I actually like this size better. I'm surprised. I, I do like this size better, but because of my time that I have, those are phenomenal in the morning with my coffee, or coffee. So I'm, I'm approaching that final third in a little bit now. All right. So while we're there, drink pairings. What are you? What are you pairing that with? This is a, this is your uh, uh, not typical in, in a negative way, but cup of coffee or even something even like an Irish coffee something with a little a little whiskey in it give it a little bit of a kick because it does have I'm, I'm getting that now. I'm gonna add that to my flavors hold on I am getting the slightest bit of pepper coming into this final third very subtle very subtle but it's definitely there so I'm gonna add that in um, so something with it's 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 your so as we said before the you know the brulee from Sober Mesa was advertised as your grandfather's Connecticut it's this and that and that's exactly what it is and it's fantastic. This I would say is your grandfather's Connecticut if your grandfather was like a marine, like it's it's that but like a little oomph to it, yeah. like a, just a, a little subtle oomph. It doesn't put it out of that category right. where it's like too strong or, or or too much different flavors. It's gonna give you exactly what you want if you like that kind of cigar. But with a little more to it, you know what I mean. Oh, I definitely agree with you. I think this is my second favorite Connecticut. What's your favorite, Antonio? Yeah, mine is similar, but my, the, the numero uno. Just, <sighs> maybe the size. Maybe you don't like the size. I don't know. You're not a, I don't think you're a big Lancero guy. You smoked a few, and no, they haven't really. No, I don't. I don't hit well for me. That's actually but, not even technically a Lancero. That's a Lonsdale. I think, technically. I think so. I don't know. Do another retro hilarious going on. I would definitely do this with like a nice espresso. Nice little little bit of sugar. I gotta say, that cream is still hitting heavy all the way through. You're going there. No more wood. Have you uh, smoked a Warhawk there, Christopher? I have. I smoked it, um, I think, two weeks ago. What did you think? Um... I really liked it. It was the one and only time I smoked it. 
Um, and for some reason, I think I told you, Greg, that it was, um, for me, the strength, it, it hit me. <laughs> and But like I've said, my diet's changed and all that. Um, I am dying to have it with like a cup of coffee because I had it with water. Um, and I really enjoyed it. I, I really enjoyed it. I don't think I've ever really smoked any Connecticut cigars, if it, you know, Connecticut wrap cigars since being here. So it was really interesting, but honestly, it, it, you know, I'm still in that newbie phase where, oh my God, like the look of it really drew me to it. Uh, just, it looks like golden and, and it just, I, I needed to try it. it. That cigar looks like it, t- it tastes really good. And, and it did. I also noticed that drinking water definitely increases the strength. Yeah, I mean, I only really drink water like when I have to pay attention. Right. Like kind of stinks. It does. It sucks. <laughs> and that's it really, it really does. That's why when I'm like doing like a not drinking phase, like I'm not trying to drink, it's like tougher for me to smoke a cigar because yeah. it's like, I mean, definitely root beer, but that, sometimes that's even worse for you than drinking. Yeah. Yeah, didn't you say soda's like a, a no-go while pairing with it? or No, you you can. can. It, the, the carbonation can screw you up a little bit. Um, and also, like you know, soda just happens to have like a shit ton of sugar in it, which is just going to... I feel like a cream soda know. would pair perfectly with that. Cream soda pairs oh, perfectly with everything. God. Delicious. Mm. So now we're going to see if I scored this right in the band removal, because right now I have it as easy to remove just because that's where I leave everything until... Dun, 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 dun. Like a glove. Like a glove. Oh, yeah. Perfect. What are you getting coming down your final, final section? I, I will say mine, the ones that have stayed the same, it's still, it's still creamy. Um, but otherwise, some different ones. I'm getting a little more earth. Like I said, I've got that black pepper that you got in the beginning. I'm getting oh. that a little bit now. Um, and the dark chocolate has come back. I'm getting a little bit of a richness now as well. I still get... I, I lost the black pepper for a couple of puffs. And then it came back. Um, the Definitely on the hay, straw, I'm still on. It's just that pepper is taking over. And I don't know if it's just because I didn't really... Drinking water and I, I need something to cleanse it a little bit. But it's not like it's, it doesn't make me like mad about it. Yeah, I will say I'm gonna add in a little grass here too. It's like a grass hay flavor has really been consistent in the past too, but with the addition of some new things. So, like I said, the dark chocolate has come back. I'm getting that little bit of pepper right now. I'm getting a little bit of earth too. Where would you say this is at right now? This is almost the end of the second third. Yeah, you're you're just. You're on that borderline. I think I, I think I just passed that borderline. I'm into the second third now. Because you got to remember, I mean, and this might be different than how other reviewers do it. I, re, I pick my thirds of the smokable part of the cigar. So, like, this part I don't count as, like, part of the cigar, really. Unless, unless you're getting, like, a roach clip to it. Right. Like, I count it towards, like, the cigar that I'm going to be smoking. So, really, like, kind of in the middle of where the band is is in my mind the end of the cigar. Like, that's, that's as far I as I'm going to smoke it. Okay. We also have taste on tongue, if you want to explain that a little bit. So, yeah, it's... it's this is definitely... It's also, this is definitely something you want to pay attention to when you're doing your cold draw, is kind of when, you, when, you, when you're doing a cold draw before the cigar is lit, what do you... What, do you, what are the sensations, like the, the general 
flavors, not the specific ones like cream or coffee, but like, is it salty? Is it sweet? Is it metallic? Is it uh, bitter? Is it spicy? Um, this is just going to kind of show you what you're in for. Um, so for this, when I did uh, the cold draw, I put creamy, spicy, and sweet, and it's kind of been hitting those, not so much on the sweetness, but it's kind of been a little bit of that milk chocolate in the, in the second third. It hasn't really been hitting the sweetness, like let's say a brulee does, um, but has sweet-esque tendencies. I'm starting to get a more toothy, like toothy flavor, maybe a leather to it right now. I think we're tasting a similar thing. I just, I just classified mine as earthy. But okay, I can see that. We are one. <laughs> it's the shoes. You want to trade shoes after this? No. Okay. Um, so unless this thing really takes a dump in the next like couple puffs, I think I'm pretty set with my score. So would you say flavor changing after the second third? Yeah. Um, it went. Th- there were some that were was apparent in both the second and second third and the final third, which is cream. Um, there are some uh, cream and grass were both apparent second, third, and final third. There are some where it reverted back to the beginning, uh, like dark chocolate was in the first third and then the final third. And then there are some that was just in the, in the final third, a little earth. And the black pepper notes, for me at least, were only apparent in the end. So definitely uh, a changer over all, three, um, over all three sections. What are you going with overall taste? That's you. like. Oh, what I, put that as, I put that as excellent. There was, there was not one puff in here where... Listen, and, and, and I have to Good be to. neutral in this. I'm not going to say that every puff of this cigar was in my alley of exactly what I like, but there was not one puff where I thought there was a mistake made or like, oh, that shouldn't taste like that. Everything tasted as as it should. Um, the transitions were really good. Um, there was a, a, a good amount of flavor notes, like different flavor notes, but not one of them was too prominent. Um, I, I gave the overall taste as excellent. but I actually did change my score a little bit on the aroma with that broadleaf binder. I should be getting a little, I should have gotten a little more darkness and a little more like heavy notes on the, on the initial aroma. So I put that as good instead of excellent, but barely it cost it like a point or something. I think we're pretty much on the same. This is a really good cigar. It really is, especially for the price too. Yeah. And I like that about Altidus. They're not just focusing on their major brands, which they still are. I mean, H. Upman's had a freaking crazy year. Um, Monte Cristo, uh, the new Romeo Reserve around Nicaragua, like they, you know, the new aging rooms. Um, but they're taking these almost hidden, almost forgotten about brands, and they're really bringing them back to life. Um, and it's awesome. Uh, the the Trinidad Espiritu. Uh, they announced on our show that the new Onyx is coming out. Yep. These brands that a lot of guys, myself included, I'm not going to say grew up on, but these were the heavy hitters of 10 years ago. And they kind of just fell out because, no, you know, band biased and they weren't really keeping up with modern blending techniques, not, not blending techniques, but modern blends with the modern consumers looking for. But now they are. Trinidad is Spirit 2 was a huge I seller. Think it's just taste. I think yeah. it's just having that. And that's why we have that flavor changing taste, you know, changing out to first and second, third. They're really putting the effort into giving you more of an experience than just being flatlined. No, I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. Good. Flavor strength, what do you got it at? I know it's not part yeah. of the scoring. It's not part of the scoring. It's a personal preference. But what would Flavor you... Flavor strength? Yeah. Medium, medium, mellow, medium, full, full. 
I want to say it's mellow medium. That arrow was towards closer to medium, but I've smoked like true medium bodies before, and this is this is a little little underneath that in terms of strength. Okay. Um, I want to say it's full flavored. Well, that's what I was asking. Oh, uh, Flav- full, full flavor, medium to full flavored, right. mellow to medium in nicotine strength. I got you. I would go medium, but yeah, I'm with you. Yep. Because there's a lot of flavor on this. There's a, there's a, there's a good amount of flavor. So what- again, on the on the flavor. If you're putting medium to full on flavor strength, the hand is dipped a little bit more towards medium than it is full. Okay. But I think it has, in terms of just flavor, a little offering a little bit more than your typical medium-bodied cigar. Um, but that might be, again, a bias of the amount of complexity. Because I've smoked great medium-bodied cigars that were solid medium all the way through, but didn't really offer a lot of new stuff. So it might be the complexity of right. it that's showing me that there's just, there's just more, like I said, there's just more going on here. Right than is typical in a cigar that of what this is supposed to be. That's a 100% good thing. Would you give this to a beginner? Yes. I was giving, I was handing this, I was handing them out This like is actually candy. the perfect cigar to At give a to a beginner. Yep. Because if you give them something way too mellow, I've always said, if somebody gave me a super mellow cigar as my first one, I would have been like, all right, what is this? Like, you know, I'm not, I'm not feeling anything. It tastes okay. You know, it's smooth, I guess. But um, my first cigar was a La Gloria Cabana Series R, which most people would, yeah, throw it up. It's really strong. But this would have been a great cigar to give to me because it was still mellow and smooth, but I saw I would not as as much as I see it now, but there's enough going on that even an inexperienced Nick would have been like, oh, there's like some nice stuff going on here that I, I, I wouldn't know what to call it. I wouldn't have known about transitions, but I would have known this is this. There's some stuff going on here right. that I'm enjoying. Yeah, I was handing this to everybody at the party on Saturday. Did they smoke it then? Yeah. What do they think? They liked it. So, also, we decided not to go on a hundred scale because everybody else in the world does it. So, we decided to go by, by 10. So, what do you have? You go first. I asked you first. Yeah, two, first is the worst, second is the best, third is the one with the hairy chest. 9.1. 9.1. We're one. We are one. And as we, you know... Anything over that nine is like that smoke. We're gonna just keep smoking. If someone has it, we're gonna, yeah. we're, you know, if someone has it on the table, that's we're gonna go for it. We're also, it's not gonna be too different, but you know, t- typically in the cigar industry, anything that scores like less than an eighty-five is seen as not good. Um, we're kind of reserving these reviews towards more either brand new stuff that's been hyped a lot, or towards really reliable like everyone knows it kind of you know big big ticket cigars i can't imagine us having a lot that don't rank high but you got to remember you can have you know a light cigar weight a bad band um and you know bad ash quality get in the in the mid 80s with that and still have a cigar that draws really well burns really well tastes fantastic has flavor transitions so don't don't take a, a a score in the mid '80s as something that's going to be bad. It might just be you still got to take some cosmetic things into account, and it might just be that. And but overall, it's still a really good cigar that we would recommend. Right, definitely. So similar to Barstool, like I don't know how he gets away with it, but he'll the Reservoir in Boonton, which is one of my favorite pizza places ever. He gave it like a seven seven. He's like, this is really good. He's like, I would totally recommend this place. It's just like a little heavy for me, and he gave it a seven point seven. Right. Reservoirs. He gave Nona's like a seven five or seven six, something like that. Yeah. 
I think it's also the fact that there's going to be, you know, we're going to give you our overall score with the team, and there's going to be, a, a, you know, out of our three reviews, there's going to be an overall score for each person reviewing it. So, you know, just because maybe Chris rated the Warhawk an 8.3 and I we rated a 9.1 does not mean it's a bad cigar either. Right. You know, um, when we write these and we grade these, please, you know, do the research and, and read the blogs and look into it more and, and try to understand why mm. that person maybe gave it that. Um, and it gives more of a perspective and maybe, you know, you'll be a Chris smoker or a Nick smoker or a Greg smoker. Right. Um, it's, you know, we're trying not to be biased. We're not trying to be overly critical. Of course, we're going to be critical when we review, but at the same time, it's going to be lighthearted and, mm-hmm. and fun. No, I, I only say things that I that I mean, um, but also I don't really, and I've said this before, I don't believe in a bad cigar. They're out there, not at the level we're playing at. At the cigars we're smoking, I don't really believe in a bad cigar. I believe in a cigar that's just not for me. Unless it just has horrible construction, um, just doesn't burn like at all, at all or t- like just has like an ammonia taste. But otherwise, there are. I don't really believe in bad cigars. I just believe in cigars that aren't for you because pe- someone else is still buying them. You know, right? And that's the thing too. The construction could be <clears throat> flawless, but I give it an average overall taste just because I don't like. You know, that's really where the score is going to be different from all the. There's a cigar that, a that that we don't sell that other people sell. I'm not going to say the name of it, but I smoked it as a as a test. Uh, AJ actually makes it for another company, but that we but we don't sell it. Um. And that probably would have had, I would have given it like an 86 or an 85 because I thought the construction on it, I think it was one of the best constructed cigars I've ever seen. Down to the nub, I mean, the, the ash was this long on it. The burn was great. The draw was great. It was, it was way the right amount. The flavor was just linear. It was good, but it was just good the entire way through. But if somebody said, what's the construction of this cigar? I'm like, the best I've ever seen in my life. If you were looking for a construction, that is the cigar to smoke. Right. But... In terms of flavor, it was just kind of the same thing, but you know, yeah. I, I'm I'm solid. I, I think the '91 was great. Um, I think we were, and listen, I'm I've been very surprised because I always, you know, like I said, I don't really do review sheets that much. But I was very surprised that if you had asked me before on all the cigars we smoked, if you asked me before the review sheet, what do I think it's going to get? It's basically been in the same ballpark. Nothing has really surprised me either. Well, it's actually scored lower than I thought it was. Like, oh, this scored way better. It's all been within what I thought that that cigar was, um, but without any kind of like me like going in there and changing. No, I want to make sure it's this score. Um, yeah, and we're we're right almost in line with uh, what was it Half Wheel or uh, Cigar Aficionado <laughs> gave it a ninety three. Yep, a lot which, of people which, around that 93, yeah. 92 range, and that's a big deal. That's the the low nineties is a big score. Yeah, it's a big score. It's great seeing you again. Yeah, you too, man. We are one. Um, thank you everyone for watching. Um, like I said, we'll have this review sheet, um, in some form up next few months or something. Um, and then we'll work out a, I mean, it, at first it's going to be just for you guys to kind of enjoy. You want to take pictures of your review sheet and, you know, kind of send it to our Instagram page or send it to, uh, you know, message our Facebook page. That'd be awesome. But we're going to work out some way to kind of get the customers involved in this and get you guys involved. Um, you know maybe a, a, a guest reviewer of the week where, you know, we're not going to have you on the show, but we'll take your review sheet and be like, oh, Carl thinks it's like this, and he gave it this score, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so get ready, and uh, get ready to, to check out our, our new review system coming out. I'm really excited about it, and so far it's proven to be uh, awesome. 
Have a lovely day. You too, Greg. And everyone.